know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright Hey you guys I am driving extra, extra, extra slow In this weather Of course, I am afraid But it's not that bad So that's that's good but I don't know, like, mm, I try not to do so many, but it's just like some stuff, like stuff just drop and it connects. And like, a, I only do them when I really got something to say. And pretty much, I'm going to be honest, like, God be telling me to do certain ones. Like this one, um, I'm going to be calling Daddyless Daughters. And it's actually been on my mind probably like a month or two. But it's just like sometimes you have to um, have the, have say the right thing and make sure you just be cautious with what you say so um like my whole point is to try to tell people like not growing up with a dad how to affect a woman in her adulthood so first i'm gonna give you like a small background for it can make all sense or whatever so um i was honestly i was 20 years old whatever and I didn't know I didn't know my biological dad like I didn't have a clue who he was and it just like it was like a whole story behind it that what happened or whatever like no I'm not mad at anybody and neither one parents like stuff happens and I'm super understandable about that so I didn't know my biological dad um but my mom did marry I called his man my dad my dad um when I was one so that's he was my father figure and he that's all I knew as a man like I was a daddy's girl with him like I was good or whatever so it's like I grew up with him like that was my dad so I always thought like hey I didn't really deal with like the daddyless problems because I had a dad I was a daddy's girl like I was more a part of him more than my mom or whatever so they was married I want to say for like 10 years probably more than that it was married for 10 years it's getting longer than that I think they broke up like in 2003 and 2004. Like, mom threw a whole divorce party. Like, wow. But, um, but yeah, she threw a divorce party, or whatever. And, and I, I can try to give you like details about like my household. Like, we grew up, we wasn't poor, we wasn't rich. Like, they both worked, they both drove new cars. Like, uh, we sat at dinner table together. But the relationship part between them was like extremely rocky and kind of violent. I'm not going to, like, really dig deep because I do respect my mom and her feelings or whatever. But it was, like, kind of violent. But on the other side, my dad was, like, an awesome dad. Like, he was, like, the best dad ever. Like, he even brought in our cousins and his nephews and raised them. And to this day, everybody still, like, see him as a male figure. So I see a good dad in my life. But when it came to the relationship part, like, nah. Homeboy was not good in that area or whatever. And he grew up in a two-parent household. But I don't know. He made his choices or whatever. So I met my biological dad when I was 20. I'm 26. I want to say I was 23, 24. I was 23, about to be 24 that year. So I met my biological dad when I was 23, 
three. So this is the crazy part. We was always Facebook friends since like since I started Facebook. I want to say 2009 or whenever I started Facebook, we was always friends the entire time. And I never paid attention to. I never really paid attention to who he was. Like I never really paid attention because I'm like, hey, maybe it's one of my mama's friends that just added me and they just hey, no hurry. So that's like the most I thought. Like I never paid attention to it. So I want to say it was like January, and he's like. um Oh, I did see him like in 2011 when I was at the Riverwalk with my ex-boyfriend or whatever. And he spoke like, you remember me? And I'm like, yeah, kind of. And we kept it pushing. So then we, then he inboxed me in January of 2017, I believe. And when he inboxed me, he was like, um, I think you're my daughter and I want a DNA test. So I just assumed that he wasn't like, because... The story I did receive, it was different. So then I was working at the post office. I didn't have no free time. So I'm like, I really don't have the time to go get a DNA test. So like, I really brushed it off. Like, I just kept brushing it off because I'm like, no. I mean, I, I really, I'm like 23 now. I didn't really care to have, to, to know now. Like, it was something that I just brushed off whatever. And like, I had my dad. So it was like, hey. So when I got the test, I remember we did the test. I think he called me later on that day. I wasn't even thinking too much about it because, like, in my mind, I'm like, okay, he's not my dad. I don't know what he's talking about. Whatever. So I brushed it off. I think it was that, I think it was like that, no, like a two or three days later. It was somewhere in that time frame. He called and he just had, like, the most excited, like, tone in his voice. Like, he was extremely happy that I was his daughter. So, me, I'm 23. So, it took me like a year to digest this. Like it took me a year to digest it. Like it took me a year to like to accept it because it's like when you're 23, it's like me. I'm not a know-it-all, but it's just like it's not much you can teach me or I don't know. Like it, it was difficult, but I still wish I showed the top respect or whatever. And like to this day, like I'm a little bit. If you know me, everybody know like I'm just a to myself person. Like. It's just, I'm a loner, pretty much. And I like that. That's, that's who I am, whatever. So, it took me a while to get comfortable and break out my shell and actually just open up. But he was one of the most amazing people ever. Like, he had a, this big heart. Like, I remember, like, when I was growing up, I did want to know, I did want to know, like, like who's the other side of me? Like, because, I like, my mama, we act totally different. But I'm like, somebody got to have... Somebody gotta act like me. Like it's it's like you know your parents, like you see like your ways and your traits inside your parents. So I wanted to know that so bad. Like, where do I get this from? Like, why do I act like this? So different stuff. So when I did meet him, um when I did meet him, I he had the biggest heart and he was just so lovable and so nice and he was sensitive, like it was everything me. Like it was literally my twin. Like we talk fast, we might stutter, like it was every little thing about me that it was like wow. But, of course, like I said, it was difficult. But the dad who raised me, like, he was cool about it. Like, he was open about it. Like, he said some cocky stuff. Like, I know my place, blah, blah. Like, he crazy or whatever. And um, so, like, with my dad who raised me or whatever, he um, he was in jail from, I think I was 13 to I was 19. So, I think when I was date, I think I started my first boyfriend. I was 14 or 15. Yes, that's young. Lord, oh, my baby don't be that young. But I was like, it was 13, 19, he, he, got, he was in prison. So I feel like that was such a crucial time because I watched my mom in relationships and I didn't have a male figure to actually like school me or just tell me like, okay, 
this and that. This is what guys gonna do to get this. Like so, it was pretty much a whiteboard, and I had to school myself on a lot of stuff. Like of course, my mom gave me the the topics. Like oh oh, don't trust them. Duh, duh, duh. But it's like you, she she only could tell so much from a female point of view. So like, not having him around, it was really crucial. And I'm like, when he got out, things kind of changed. Just just a slight bit. It wasn't like, I don't know, like, I probably just got older or whatever, but things change. Like, my whole point is, like, that's not like the background on it. And just, like, who was the first person that break your heart? And we, like, oh, my first heartbreak was my first love. And I realized, like, my first heartbreak was my dad going to jail. Like, that was, like, my best friend as a kid. And I thought he betrayed me by doing what he was doing to get sent to jail. So, and then, like, him being gone in them years or whatever it was like that was my first heartbreak as a little girl by my dad so my first heartbreak didn't come from a guy and the root of it of how I choose I realized and this is so weird because I was just saying it I said anybody I ever dated they was a good daddy like I never messed with a guy who was a deadbeat and didn't take care of their kid or kids like they all was good daddies but when it came to relationship wise they was horrible like they was legit horrible relationship partners and I stop and think, like, wow, that's what I grew up and seeing. So what you grow up and seeing is, like, what you was attracted to. Like, you try to find your dad. Like, you either try to find what he lack or you either try to fill that void of, like, that dad part or whatever. So, and some people probably grew up in two family households. Some people probably dad just was a deadbeat and didn't actually, didn't actually do nothing for them. But it's just, like, don't fill that void with that daddy figure. Like, don't fill that void and it's just like I don't know how to explain it like a lot of women just choose men from how they what they seem like that's the only father figure that they know so that's all they're going to choose so um but the whole point of reason why I made this it was because um I took I took my daughter over to meet my dad who I just met when I was 23 or 24 or whatever and he told me like I asked him like what's what's the story behind it like he didn't really give me that much details but he cut me off and he said some words that probably stick with me forever. He said, I prayed for you. I was on my knees for years, waiting for the moment to know that you was mine. I always knew. And like all I heard was AKA, God was saying, you that worth it. Like you that worth that somebody prayed for you. They didn't have a clue how you act. They didn't have a clue who you were, but somebody thought you was that worth it that they got on their knees and prayed for you. And then it's like, that moment right there, I was like, wow, like, you brave for me? Like, come on now. Like, it, it was just the sweetest moment, and it meant so much to me that to know that somebody prayed for me. But I'm going to try to dig into a detail, like, how it affected me growing up. Um, I remember, like, I was kicking it with this guy um, at the post office. And, like, my last one, it was saying, like, trauma bonds and, like, how we're connected to people because we went through the same things or whatever. So this particular person... He had daddy issues where um, his story was he knew he knew his daddy, but his daddy was in his other kid's life, and he really didn't keep in contact with him. So I remember one day uh, we was watching Criminal Minds, and it was like the episode with Derek Daddy, I believe. So I randomly said, I was like, text your daddy and just ask him, like, uh, what happened? Like, why you not in my life? Like, I said something of that sort. And he was like, um no and then he finally did it so remind you his dad and really they haven't talked or had like a serious conversation in six years 
So he finally reached out to his dad, and he I, he came like to my station at the post office, and he was like he was in tears, and he told me he was like my dad really wrote me back, and he really want to build a relationship with me, but he felt like he let me down as a man, so he just ran away from it because issues on his mom. Like, his mom was pushing him away and then let him be in the kid's life because some other stuff, whatever. So, and, like, he asked me, he's like, what made you say that? I said, I have no idea. Like, like it was literally God told me. Like, the idea came from criminal. I want to say the idea came from criminal mind. It was just like, I realized we was attracted to each other because we both was daddyless, and we both wanted to fill that void. So... That abandonment he experienced as a as a boy, like he didn't trust women, like he didn't get close to women because of that very issue or whatever. So it's like I would never justify somebody being a deadbeat or somebody just not being right. But stuff is deeper than what we see when it comes to deadbeats. Like like some people, like I say, like the way we the way we love, we learned. If it was right or wrong, we learned that way. And it's like, the reason why I don't give it an excuse because my daughter dad, like, he had like an okay relationship with his dad, but like he said, it could have been better and his dad passed. So it's like, he could have been the same type of dad he was to him, but no, he chose to be like, make sure he was 10 times better than his dad. It's like, we have a choice to do this or that. And a lot of people would just run because that's all they know. So it's like, I'm not saying understand, but if you have a person who is a deadbeat, like, help them understand or try to ask them to get help, to see a therapy. Like, somebody has to get the root of why he thinks it's okay not to take care of his kid. Like, it's all, like everything I see with people, like, I see, I don't see appearance, but I see your flesh, and I automatically smell your problem, like, the moment I'm around somebody. And then I just, I listen to people, and I'm like, man, like, it's deeper than what people think when they come to you or whoever I'm speaking to. But it's just like... That was my first heartbreak, and just not by having a dad in my life during that time, I literally chose all the same guys over and over. And I'm not blaming my dad because it's due at a point in time where you had to be mature and wise enough and know that you're making the wrong decisions. So I don't blame him not at all, but that gap, it played a huge part in how I choose guys and how I dealt with the same guys that reminded me of my dad. But that's why I'm highly, that's why I can't even argue with my daughter daddy if I wanted to. And hopefully he keep his promise because I'm about to go meet up with him now and we're going to record a part two to this. I'm like, why not talk about it for a little bit and then do a part two? So, yeah, we're going to record part two. I'm going to actually save this one. Then we're going to go back and do the other one. I'm uploading at the same time. But, yeah, I forgot what I was saying before that. But, yeah, I just want to like daddy list daughters. Like, And one thing I learned was... I found so much love in God. Like, I remember, like, I see something on social media the other day, and it normally would have hurt my feelings, but it but it didn't. Like, and that showed me, like, God softened my heart. Like, that's what that's another dad. Like, I feel like God is my dad because God just loved me just through it all. Like, I can't even, like, tell y'all, like, all the stupid stuff I did. Like, that's a dad to me. Like, God really implanted so much love into my heart where, I have better self-esteem now. Like it's 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 just it's just it's just good. He softened my heart on a lot of things. Like my heart was hard once upon a time, just again mistreated by so many people or whatever. And playing victim, like I don't blame everybody. It takes two to tango. But and if your dad like did like betray you or hurt you, the best thing you can do is forgive. Like is forgive. Like don't be. I realize a lot of women who like who don't have their dad or had issues. 
Like, they would be bitter towards men because of what they dad do. And they're like, men, like, watch out this attitude so much. Like, they don't even know, like, they mom probably could have said something that implanted that in her head. And now she grew up with this nasty attitude or whatever. But it's just like the best thing you can do is forgive a person. Like, that's a, that's a tough pill to swallow when it's your dad. But try to forgive. Like, and that love he didn't give you, that's all like the most because God picked up where he lacked. And the crazy part is, that's when I found God. Like, that's exactly when I found God. That is so crazy to even say that. Like, it just registered in me. Like, my relation, I remember I was young. I remember I was young. And, um, I was on the computer. I think my dad went to jail before I was 13. But I don't know. I remember I was super young, and I was on the computer. And I was, I just like my first time actually knowing who God was. I didn't grow up in church. I was on the computer, and I was, like, typing a whole letter to God. It literally said, Dear God. And I was literally asking him to um, get my daddy out of jail. Like, I was literally praying for that, like, at a very, very young age, like, getting him out of jail. And that was, like, my first interaction with God. And that's how my relationship started with God that day. And then, like, I realized God filled in uh, the emptiness, or he He tried to do his best. Like, he filled in, he filled in a lot of places in my heart. Where I didn't have to grow up and feel like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm yeah. Because a lot of decisions I made, it was not because of how I grow up. That's not like an excuse to keep using it. But a lot of decisions I made because I wasn't strong enough to walk away. And I just kept accepting things that I knew I didn't deserve. And it did. It took me to get, took me, to get me um, literally 25 years old where I finally, like, okay, Shanice, you just do more than that. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, when you're broken, you're broken. And when you're hurt, you're hurt. And like today, Pastor said, he was like, um, only way a relationship can be solid if y'all both are healed, if y'all both are whole. Mean, meaning she can't be working on getting healed and you can't be broke. Like it would never work because, like he said, insecurities will rise up and then it will cause a lot of confusion and it will cause like a lot of destruction. So make sure y'all both is whole or whatever. But it's like if you dating somebody, like just try to get them help. I always say things are way deeper than what we think. Like some people battling stuff that nobody speaks about or even they're comfortable with talking with. So just 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 understand, but don't keep forgiving. That's why I can't say just because you can you can understand someone's situation and don't keep forgiving and keep accepting somebody bullcrap over and over again. Just because I say be understanding, like no, know your worth. Like that's always gonna be first to me. Know your worth. Know your worth, like that's always going to outdo anything. But that's it, you guys. So I said I'm about to meet up with him. I'm about to pull up in a hot second. And hopefully he can just give me 30 minutes so I can just do this quick podcast with him. So that's it. And I'll be back, you guys.